recording. Maxwell Harrigan. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing pretty well. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. A little cheers. A little maker's mark. Of course. Of course. We're here in uh, Acton, Massachusetts. The pride of the... Uh, what? What's the high school mascot? Colonials, but I think they're changing it. Oh. So... <laughs> <laughs> kind of a touchy subject around these parts. Maybe move on from that. <laughs> you don't want to get into the lengthy uh, high school mascot debate right now? No, I think the parents in uh, in the town of Acton are having a civil war right now over it. So, Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay, well, moving on. It doesn't really <laughs> affect my life. Um, so, yeah, we're here in Acton. Just went on a hike today. Uh, we have a little bit of an audience in the room. We do. We got Puff Daddy, Ryan Puff, Liam Harris, mm-hmm. friend of the podcast. Formerly known as Bitch Ass Harris. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so went for a hike today. It just kind of hanging out. Yeah. It was warm as fuck. It's February mm-hmm. and I was sweating. You were sweating? T shirt, thin, thin pants, sweating buckets. Yeah. Still sweating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is the first podcast that has kind of like an audience. So we'll see how that goes. I don't know. Um, but long time coming, getting you on the pod. I feel I like know, I know. since I started the podcast, I was like, fuck me and Max got to do a podcast. We got to do a podcast. And just like, for whatever reason, it was like, we're either too tired or just didn't fit with the plans. And yeah, but now we're here, we're and, here. We're, and we're talking, we're here and we're chatting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get right into it. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Yeah. So I, let's, let's, let's start with this conversation. I guess. So I know you pretty well. One of my close friends. What? Uh, just what? just for the uh, audio listeners, Liam Harris is. Do you want me to move? Liam's bothered by Avery's seat <laughs> position. All right. Well, we'll we'll continue. <laughs> um. So I know you pretty well. People that people that know you as well know that you work in the finance field. Um you're really into all that stuff mm-hmm. and you kind of started that all the way back in high school, correct? Yeah. I started getting interested in the stock market in high school, probably like sophomore year, which like, I mean, don't take this the wrong way, but it's kind of weird. Like most high school kids aren't into the stock market. Like I didn't even yeah. know what the stock market was. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not something that most I- kids are into like sports and like girls and like, yeah, couldn't be me. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, we had, I took economics, uh, Professor Donaldson, or not Professor, Mr. Donaldson, uh, he was my teacher, and he, he's like a Harvard guy, he's genius, and he, mm-hmm. he would t- tell us about, you know, investing, and that kind of sparked my interest, and then I joined this club that he ran, where we, you know, did mock investments, like mock portfolio, Yeah, and I did so, so bad, but like, <laughs> it motivates you. I don't yeah. Know, Losing, like, it helps in the weirdest way. Because if you just win all the time, you think you're never going to be wrong. But Mm -hmm. especially in investing, it's super relevant because no one is right every time. Yeah. If you can be right 55% of the time, you're going to be good. Mm -hmm. But no one's ever right. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool that, like, a high school teacher guy. Because I I do remember I did, like, the mock investments. But I did it back in uh, eighth grade. Eighth grade? Wow. Well, yeah, and I don't know, we just picked a bunch, of, and I just, it didn't really interest me. Like, I, yeah. I don't think I fully understood it, mm-hmm. um, which was a problem. Uh, no, I didn't either. 
Yeah, but all. yeah, I didn't really get into investing. I would say until maybe so- like sophomore, junior year of college. And yeah. I mean, going to a business school, it's hard not to because yeah, I mean, for finance, I have to write like a report on the stock, and it's like, oh, this is kind of cool. I can. Mm-hmm. I have a hundred dollars and I can make it into two hundred dollars. Yep. Like that's yeah. I I understand why people don't find it interesting, but I do understand why people find it so fascinating. Yeah. It's definitely interesting. I, I kinda look at it like a parallel to the lottery or like the lottery if you play the lottery infinite amount of times, you will lose all your money. Yeah. But the way I look at the stock market is from now until two thousand fifty, two thousand fifty five, whenever we retire, it's gonna be up. And, yeah. you know, this, I, I don't try to invest in like penny stocks. I don't try to, you know, invest in a call option that is expiring in three hours. Um, you know, just pick good companies. That's at least my mindset. Blue uh, chippers. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, it's not that hard to find good companies. Like, what do you use on a daily basis? Like, everyone in this room has an iPhone. Yeah. Apple's probably going to be a good <laughs> bet for the next 50 years. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. But that, yeah. that's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. No, yeah, that, I mean that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, where was my brain? I w- I would say it's one of the easiest fields to overcomplicate because it's it's infinite amount of information. So you know you can you can make decisions on anything. Yeah. And you know when I first started, like my professor was trying to teach me about stuff that like I'm not gonna be able to grasp as a 14 year old. You know. Like, mm. oh, like this company has a good price to earnings ratio versus yeah, their competitors. It's like, you don't know what the fuck. No. <laughs> and I can compare them. I, I can look and say, yeah, Johnson & Johnson's better than Moderna via their price to earnings. And that mm-hmm. would be everything that I would go off of. Yeah, exactly. And, and why you, it didn't work. Sometimes it, you just got to think about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're not like fully understanding like why that yeah, matters. Exactly. And also, even if that... I feel like in finance, I mean, it is a lot of numbers and technical, but there is also just kind of that, like, like you said, like everyone has an iPhone, like Mm -hmm. you don't have to look at Apple's like balance sheet to see that, like, that's a good stock to buy. Yeah, exactly. And like things like, I mean, for example, like Samsung TV here, like everyone, there's a bunch of like Mm -hmm. Amazon, you you guys have like Amazon's smart Mm -hmm. speakers around the house. It's kind of the same thing. Like you don't need to look at Amazon's balance sheet to see that they'll be fine. Yeah. They print money. <laughs> I mean, for you, like I know you invest in Tesla. I mean, I'm sure that has. A little bit, yeah. Did you invest in it before your parents bought one? Uh, or was that? I don't actually know. Okay. I can't think about it. I bought it at 80. I'll say that. Before how many splits? <laughs> huh? Before how many splits? It It's only split one. The only time it's split for me is the two to three one. Okay. Still. Or I don't know if it was two or three. I forget what it was. Yeah. It was like it was like for every one you got two thirds of another one or something. I don't know. It was really weird. I didn't understand it. I still don't <laughs> understand it. I just have it I'm I'm a very like surface level guy. I just like Yeah. Like kinda like you said, blue chip, like ETFs and then like yeah. just Just don't out don't overcomplicate it. Yeah. Try not don't to sell try to things. Be Warren Buffett. No, no, but it it is very hard when your money goes down to not just sell everything. (laughs) Yeah. And I see that every day with my job, you know, people People do that. Yeah. Cause the most of the people I interact with, uh, for my job, they're, they're running their own portfolio. Yeah. And a lot of them have 
absolutely no idea what they're doing and mm. you see them get killed like they're using margin on an account they don't know how margin works they have a maintenance how, how does that work i don't know what that is so margin you're essentially taking a loan from the bank to invest with oh okay so you're investing with the bank's money yeah. so it's it's leverage so this your investments go up you know you can make more money than you would if you just invested your own money yeah but obviously if it goes down stocks go down yeah it's you like can the, owe money yeah a lot of money yeah i mean it's the same like people do that with houses and stuff like yeah you get a mortgage to like mm-hmm. buy like investment property and then yeah sell it but if it doesn't work out you're fucked yeah. but if it works out you can't make money like people do yeah. it mm-hmm. um i don't know that i would necessarily ever like do that kind of stuff personally but i i don't have like a super high risk tolerance yeah I le- well i don't i shouldn't say i don't have a high risk tolerance because like but for money, I don't. I feel mm-hmm. like I don't have it. Like, cause I don't like to spend money. Yeah, I save a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. But where where was this conversation going before we talked about margin calls? <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I interrupted know. you. <laughs> I think we we're just talking like generally about, um, you know, my career path I've gotten here. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, it's not it's not crazy interesting. Um, well, I, I mean, mean, there's some people like I I always think there are people out there that are in college right now and they don't know what the hell they want to do or they're yeah. growing up and they. I feel like this would be kind of an interesting topic of conversation is like TikTok and Instagram and all these social media financial tips. From your, I mean, obviously you're no expert you're a couple years out of college like you're still very novice in this field but Mm -hmm. what do you think about and i don't want to generalize everyone because obviously there's good people there's bad people but just what are your thoughts on that yeah i think you know now with social media anyone can give themselves a platform Mm -hmm. and i see it with tiktok a lot um, cause of course it's in my algorithm. It comes up and yeah. it's like, well, cause you're interested in the stuff. It's just get rich quick schemes. You know, yeah. same with like, I see a lot of stuff like that with like NFTs and like cryptocurrencies. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, I believe in Bitcoin. I believe in Ethereum. Mm-hmm. I believe in like crypto punks doing well over time. Yeah. But <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of bullshit out there. Yeah. I'm not going to buy, you know, your cousin Greg's JPEG for $500 <laughs> cause it's going to the moon tomorrow. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind of like, like what you said. Yeah. Like I agree with you, like Bitcoin, Ethereum. I like those I've like kind of researched, like I understand, like I know. Yeah. They've but, uses. Yeah. But like Dogecoin and like she, like that's just like, yeah, they're meme coins. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> I, I've stayed out of all of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, right now through my, through my job, I have to, um, invest with Merrill. So yeah. Merrill doesn't allow crypto trading. No crypto? No. So I do not have any cryptocurrency positions. I mean, I like Bitcoin. Um, I think some people are absolutely fucking nuts about it. Like it's a currency, like relax. But I think it's interesting. Like, yeah. Like the, the wide variety of uses for it. I think, so for me, Bitcoin, I don't think it's, I don't think Bitcoin is the thing that's going to replace currency necessarily, but I think the technology behind it yeah. can, if that makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Like if the US dollar was set up the way Bitcoin is set up, mm-hmm. or maybe not even the US dollar, if like the world dollar mm-hmm. or like the world had one currency and like that way you don't have like, what, what was it, Hungary that had that crazy inflation? 
most recently. Uh, Zimbabwe, I believe, has. Well, I know Zimbabwe yeah. has like the crazy, like, I mean, what was it, like hundred thousand oh, yeah. percent or something like that. It's insane. but there is a European nation that recently had, but just like you wouldn't have because it's like everyone yeah, uses the, the finite same currency. Too. You know, yeah, and you more of it. Yeah, and you can't. Which I guess brings in it because if you can't print it, then you can't do stimulus, and that's like kind of almost getting into like super political. But like, I mean, there's there's ways to you know inject money into the economy without printing money. Like when when the U.S. Um, you know, does like quantitative easing. They're not printing money. They're issuing debt. You yeah. know, they're going into debt. Like they got to pay that back. I what, don't know if we ever will, but what is quantitative easing? What quantitative, quantitative easing, easing is um, when the the federal government um, tip. This typically occurs during poor um, poor markets, like two thousand eight. A lot of quantitative easing. Two thousand, um, and then even more recently with COVID, yeah. you know, they're just pumping money into the markets. Okay. You know, like they're doing reverse repos. They're um, issuing debt. They're buying debt. Mm-hmm. You know, they're keeping money moving in the economy when, um, you know, it might behoove financial institutions to stop moving money around. Yeah. But, you know, they keep it going. They keep the wheels turning. Yeah. Keep chugging along. <laughs> yeah. Um. Have you ever heard about the trillion dollar coin idea? I've not. Tell me about it. So I'm going to do a terrible job of explaining <laughs> this because I still don't understand it. But essentially, it's an idea to. It's an idea for Congress to pay for something without getting or no. No, it's the idea for the president to pay for something without getting Congress to like sign off on it. So essentially the president issues because the president can make current different bills like mm-hmm. currency. That's yeah. like one of their powers. So they can make the, the mint like print a trillion dollar coin or whatever. Yeah. And then essentially there's some other clause saying that you can take that, like the executive branch can like then claim that coin. And essentially you don't have to get like approval for Congress for like big spending bills and stuff. Um, so that's literally printing money. Yeah, essentially. But it's yeah. just like kind of getting a- around Congress. I don't yeah. know. It's just one of those things like. I don't think that's happening, brother. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. But it's just like there's so many confusing things in the system. And it's like, does yeah. any, does everyone, does like, who is it, Powell? Mm-hmm. Does he even know what's going on? Like, <laughs> like I feel like no, no one knows no, what's going on. No one knows what's going, no on. Knows what's going on. But like people, people try to act like they know. Like, oh, yeah. Like if the market goes down 2% or whatever, it's like, oh, well, it's because Omicron and uh, and it's also because of, like, the Chinese, like, this, mm-hmm. like, factory, like, like a couple, what was it, Evertide or whatever? That, like, uh, Chinese Evergrande. real, yeah, Evergrande, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. But, like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I know why this is happening. It's like, yeah. I feel like no one really knows. No. I mean, it's a free market. There's unlimited <laughs> things that are influencing the market. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... I I see that a lot with, like, uh, news articles, you know, like, Dow plunges so-and-so points. It's like, yeah, it was down 0.5% today. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's probably (laughs) going to be up 0.5% tomorrow. (laughs) But it's, you know, they want to click. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the same way with kind of, it 
it's media. People consume media. It's just like with celebrities when it's like, oh, did you see what Billie Eilish said about Travis Scott at her concert? Yeah. When she didn't even mention Travis Scott's name. Like, yeah. A click's a click. <laughs> yeah. It's a click a click. <laughs> and unfortunately, that's the way like the media is set up currently in the country is yeah. more clicks, more ads, more money. Yeah. And worse content. Yeah. But that, hey, that's why you have podcasts like these. I know. This Top quality podcast. content. Oh, yeah. Coming from Max's childhood home. Oh, yeah. We have a very expensive recording setup. Two microphones off Amazon and a little, I don't know what you call it, receiver. We'll be, you'll be big time soon, buddy. We'll, hey, I. You'll be re-listening to these and you'll so, go, wow. Yeah, maybe. Once that Spotify deal hits. <laughs> no, no, I'll never work for Spotify. I'm my own man. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so right now you're just in a role where you don't necessarily like give advice to people. Correct. Um, I'm actually going through training right now. So I, oh. I'm going to start okay. um, acting. As an That's advisor. very cool. Cause you have, how, what tests do you have? I did or, the seven and 66. Okay. Um, well, I did not yeah. know that about you. I'm learning that on the pod. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, I, I just got recently moved, so. Yeah, and so that's like what you want to do is give people advice or? Um, I want to do it on a more macro scale. Uh, I don't really want to work with like, I don't know, a thousand people's accounts and I can't really have like a personal relationship with them mm-hmm. or like I'd, I'd rather manage like a hedge fund for institutional investors where I can like have more freedom to invest what I want to, you know, like, so pretty much someone would give you like their portfolio and just be like, do whatever you want with it. And then you would like have a relationship with them. Yeah. It, it typically goes through, it's called a fund of funds manager. Uh, so the fund of funds manager, you know, they'll manage like a school's money. So they'll manage, Mm -hmm. for example, like UMass Dartmouth's Endowment. endowment and they'll divide the fund of funds manager will decide how how much each fund is going to get mm. of this money because it's a lot of money. Yeah, I mean pension plans also you know ultra rich people. Yeah, um, companies that just have cash sitting there. Mm. Um, you know they defi- they decide okay ten percent's going to Whale Rock ten percent's going to Tiger Capital and so on and so forth. But yeah, that that's kind of what I'm more interested in. Mm. Um, I think I think I'm going in the right direction though. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's. Also, I've I've always find this with like people our age, and especially with social media now, because you can see like so much more about pe- other people's lives, and yeah. you're like, oh, like Mark Zuckerberg was worth how much when he was like our age, and like mm-hmm. you see that, and you're like, fuck, like I'm just like I'm not doing as well as I think I could be doing like in my life. But I think it's yeah. important to realize that we are still like very young, yeah, and like. I mean, we're both in like our kind of like mid twenties, like early twenties, mid twenties, whatever you want to call it. Um, But yeah, I I think I've definitely struggled with that personally. Um, You know, I, I always look to like what's next. I don't really ever appreciate the moment. I'm the same way too. It's bad. Well, I'm, I I shouldn't (laughs) say we got, we got to (laughs) change. Uh, I would say in my career, I don't necessarily look that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More in my personal life, I'm more looking like, like I was, but I'm, I've been like kind of getting better at that Mm -hmm. about living in the moment. Yeah. 
I think it's tough for at literally any profession because there's always someone doing better than you, unless you're oh. LeBron James. But even Michael still, Jordan. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's you a debate. Win. It's you, a debate. You can never win. N- yeah, you can yeah. never be the top dog. Yeah, you might as well just try to find something that yeah. makes you happy. Yeah, because it's like it's like Bezos. Oh, but then Elon's richer. Oh, and now it's Bezos. But then it's like. There's also like people that aren't listed on like the Forbes like yeah. lists that probably have more money than both of them. Like, possibly, possibly, <laughs> probably not. But uh, but, but I anyways. know what you're saying. There's so many. There's so many rich people where it's like they're they're not out there. Like yeah, Elon Musk is or Jeff Bezos is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, getting back to like finding happiness, I guess, in your profession. Have, do you feel like you have? Oh, I found what you're yeah every morning I wait I like I'm ex- like I'm I'm excited to go to work I'm <laughs> really yeah that's rare I mean that's rare. no I know Especially and like our age. I love like I love the weekends I love hanging out with like my friends and stuff mm-hmm. like everything we do today but like I generally like enjoy what I do yeah that's awesome yeah and it's it I, I like like I like my team I like everyone I work with I don't it's not like a toxic environment at all. Like, yeah, which I, that's one thing that I've found and I've noticed with other people, mm-hmm. uh, and just my close friend group and parents and just talking to people. If you're, if the people around you are like, n- not even necessarily nice. Cause like I've gotten constructive criticism and whatnot, mm-hmm. but if it's just like everyone is working together, like a teamwork. Like, cause I mean, you've been on sports teams. Yeah. I, and this goes back to like playing sports. I've been on teams when I was like, I hated being on the team. Yeah. And there's other teams where you loved being on the team. I know. And the teams that you love to be on, like, you could be shitty and you still play better. Yeah. And like the teams, like, like, I, I bring it back to like, I played on like a bunch of like travel basketball teams mm-hmm. and I never really liked the teams. Like I didn't yeah. really like, I had a couple of friends on the team, but like I was just like never really had fun mm-hmm. and I kind of like stopped playing basketball because of that. Yeah. Which like looking back, is like kind of depressing because basketball was my favorite sport growing up, but lacrosse was the opposite. Yeah. Like I, w- I played goalie in lacrosse. I wasn't necessarily like good. Like I never really made like all state or anything. I heard you were pretty good. From who? Sources. What sources? The sleeping man to your left, Liam Harris. How would he know? I don't know. Oh well, I I wasn't <laughs> hyping making, you up, man. I wasn't making like all state teams. Like I was like I like You're started like McDonald's All American like no, first overall draft. No, type. but <laughs> but anyways, just but like every lacrosse team I played on growing up, for whatever reason, we just had great chemistry. Yeah, and like especially my I remember this my sophomore year of high school Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't play because i was still short in that time period that was before my growth spurt yeah but we had like two we maybe had three seniors on our team Mm -hmm. and like like two of them were like good and the other one was not good and the rest were like junior we did have brennan gleason who went to Notre Dame to play lacrosse. So that did help. He's nasty. He scored like eight goals against Middlebury in the playoffs for people listening in Vermont. People remember that. 
but like we stopped like we weren't good but yeah. we just had such a great team and everyone loved each other yeah and we made it to like the semifinals and lost to our like rivals but like we had no business being good that year and like that kind of goes back to like if you're with a team like one you're just gonna be happier and you're gonna perform better yeah if you're happier doing something you're gonna perform better mm-hmm. in anything yeah anything you do i mean even i like like career-wise when i've had jobs that i genuinely like like i do better at those jobs Mm -hmm. you know if i have not my current job um but like previous jobs you know i'm I'm doing like remedial work i'm doing clerical work and it's like i i just can't push myself to do this as efficiently as i can whereas like like I've had some projects at school where it's like, I really like this. Like, yeah, even though this is everyone in my class is complaining about it. Like I kind of like this and like, I can be super, super productive for a long period of time. And it's similar to sports, like getting back to sports. Like you probably liked lacrosse a lot. You like being around those guys. So like mm-hmm. you're more inclined to go practice lacrosse or, you know, go hang out with those guys more, build chemistry, like off the field stuff like that matters in sports like yeah no matter oh, what well, and whatever the, anyone says like yeah. that matters a lot well and that i do think that's why because like so i grew up in westford and then we moved to essex but there was like oh, one two three four five i don't know there was like probably like seven or eight of us that like played from like third grade like up and through high school yeah and like it was like kind of like a like a thing like oh it's mm-hmm. the westford boys like whatever uh, but yeah, there is something to that, like the chemistry and like yeah, all that. But I did want to go back to what you said about school and people saying that they like hate projects. Mm-hmm. This is something that I, I I noticed it in college, and I don't know why I didn't really notice it earlier. I mean, obviously, when you're growing up, you're like stupid; you don't know anything. Mm-hmm. But everyone has negative connotation around work. They're like, "Ugh, I gotta go to work. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I gotta go study." Oh, I have a, like a, I have to go to class, like whatever. Why is that? Shouldn't humans like want yeah. to work to like progress things? Yeah, like that negative culture, and I I find myself falling into it too, because mm. it's like it'll be like Sunday and like I'm hungover, and it's like oh I don't want to do my laundry right now. Yep. But it's like shouldn't I want to do laundry so I have clean clothes for like the next like like. Yeah. I, and I mean, I guess that's like kind of just like saying, looking at anything as like a negative, but it's just like, that's one thing that I always find weird. Like when you're at school, people are like, oh, I don't want to do this project. Like, shouldn't you want to do this project to like learn something? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you're the same. Like the classes you like, you enjoy the project. Yes. The classes you don't like. No. <laughs> and I, I mean, at least for me growing up, I would go to school, I'd come home, and I would sit at that dinner table until my homework was done. Um, oh, really? And that was up until I figured out I could just tell my parents I did my homework. At school? That <laughs> I just wouldn't do it. <laughs> do it the class before. Yeah. But that's a whole nother story. I mean... <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone's been trying to s- scramble and get your like hour-long project or hour-long math homework done in 20 minutes. Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean... It's just tough, like, to want to learn when you're 12. Because you don't really... You don't know. You don't look at... You do your math problems. Yeah. You don't get anything out of it in the meantime. Yeah. But, like, you're slowly being taught work ethic. You're slowly... Yeah. Being taught s- skills within whatever mm. subject you're studying. Um, 
Yeah, I <laughs> I just hated homework. That was the worst. Coming back from school, hate. I mean, I genuinely liked elementary school, and I kind of liked high school. Mm-hmm. Middle school, misery. Like coming home from middle school and just sitting at the table and just doing f- six subjects worth of homework. Yeah. It's just, that's not what I want to do. I don't want to be done with school. And it's like, I woke up and it was dark out and now I'm done with my work and it's dark out again. Yeah. I mean, it's go to bed because you got to wake up at 630 tomorrow. Yeah. It's like, that sucks. Yeah. The American, um, not your phone. The American, uh, yeah, you can pour me a little some, some. The American education system, I think, is very flawed. Oh, yeah. And the funny thing is, is that it's, I don't think people realize how young it is. Yeah. Like, people haven't been going to school for probably less, like, 100 years. Like, do you think people in like people in the nineteen tens, twenties, even maybe thirties probably weren't like going regularly to school? I could be wrong. No, you're right about that. But like, if you live in a farm town, like you're not going to school. No, my, you're just working on the farm. My grandfather grew up on a farm, and when he was like thirteen, his dad died. Yeah, and he's out of school. He's working full time on the farm as a thirteen year old. Yeah, like, and that stuff happened all the time. All the time. Yeah. So like. We're only a hundred years into this thing. <laughs> like, I know, and now it's like you gotta go get a college degree. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like still like the college is like it's the same thing, and at the same time that education, I feel like is very liberal, like in far as their like ideology, like trying like new things is like they did. Like I feel like it doesn't happen. Do you know what I mean? Like trying different curriculum, like trying out new classes and things yeah. like that. Like, like their the ideology and like values are liberal, but like the systems like function and it, it is it's super structured. I yeah, think high school especially. Yes, yes. College, there's college, I mean, there's a lot more freedom. We went to a school where there wasn't that many like crazy no. classes. Well, like, didn't uh, our friend Puff here? Didn't he say he took a scuba diving? Yeah, he class took scuba diving, which is sick. That's insane. Like my friend Andy, he took. Um, Folklore and alcohol, which is all about like how alcohol has influenced our cal- our culture. Yeah, and that's so cool. Like I would love to take that class. Yeah, like, I wouldn't mind writing a paper about the culture of alcohol and like. Yeah, that would be time. fascinating. Like, that's so cool. And that and like stuff like that is, I I do agree with you. I feel like stuff like that should be taught in like like high school and like younger like. Obviously, the kids can't really choose what they learn, mm-hmm. but there needs to be a more like m- more avenues and more like bring more things into the classroom rather than just like math, science. Yeah, you should be able to. I mean, I get it. Like, ha- understand basic math and science. Yes, because everyone needs to. But if you're interested in, you know, plumbing, being an electrician, there's at my high school at least there was nothing for that. Yeah, well, so matter. my high school was also, we had, a, like, Technical tech school. school. Yeah. Like, so it was our school and the tech school. I don't think I ever, no, I did take one one course that was a tech course, mm-hmm. but it was also a, like, UVM course. Yeah. I also had, it was pretty cool, my, we had this thing called, like, advisory, which is pretty much homeroom, but it's in we the middle, it's in the well. middle of the day. Yep. Um, and mine was in the jewelry room. The jewelry room. Yeah. Well, it wasn't, it's the workshop room, but it was the jewelry teacher was my, 
like whoa, whoa, whoa. Palmer Let's in prison. Back up, back up, back up. What? The jewelry room. Was where they'd make jewelry. It was like a shop. It's a shop room. Okay. But like we would make woodwork, jewelry. There's like woodworking, but there's like there's a jewelry class. He was the jewelry teacher. What, you making rings? Yeah. You that's make rings, crazy. Like, like bracelets. That's what I want to do. Like if that was an option in high school, yeah. I would take that. I might take that over a free period. All right, I won't get ahead of myself. I want to do that. But well, don't don't take a jewelry high school class now, though. That'd be weird. No, not now. <laughs> in hindsight, I mean, they no. A, I don't know about you. My high school had like a couple. There's a few blocks every semester where you could pick like a class you actually want to take out of like a couple. But that was it. I mean, it was like the five core yeah. subjects. Um, yeah, ours was like fine art. It's kind of like the yeah. Like I took photography, like film photography. Now I like photography. Yeah, I it, took economics. You're a, good, you're a good photographer. Thank you. You've taken many cute uh, pictures of me. Follow me on Visco at. I actually don't even know my ad. Be, no know. free ads. No free ads. No free ads. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> cut. Cut. No, that. actually, you're plugging yourself. That's that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, but. I don't know. It's it's kind of crazy. Like getting back to like the economics class. Like that's how I got into it. That was yeah. the class I chose. I took econ in uh, high school. Yeah, it's I don't even know why. I probably just did it because all my friends were doing. it. When you're going from learning about the French Indian War and you're like half asleep trying to memorize dates and people's names to like, I don't know. I'm sure people find the economy just as boring. Yeah, <laughs> people, a terrible talk, example. Yeah, let's go into interest rates. Um, yeah, so the Fed's gonna be raising interest. Rates. <laughs> um, what I mean, is the Fed funds rate, anyways? Uh, low zero to point two five percent. But continue. Fed funds <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't know. I think it's interesting the the things that you do, the decisions you make when you're way younger before you even understand the implications of the decisions Mm -hmm. how much of an impact that can have which that makes me so yeah so what you say with that and then that makes me appreciate my parents so much more absolutely like because you're like you let me make these decisions like yeah and like you have to let kids make dumb decisions but it's like looking back i would be like like if you could tell your past self to like take like take a class or whatever like you should have like done this yeah but like you have to let people fuck up because i mean that's the only way you learn is you mess something up and then you're like yeah. oh i don't do that yeah absolutely did you have any any things that you in hindsight were like god i should have stuck with that oh like like, you like talents it. or something yeah or like something like for me it was guitar I just gave up. Like I never practiced. I still went to lessons every week, but I just yeah. I I played guitar. I wish I could. I mean, I I can play guitar, mm-hmm. but I could have been like good. Like because yeah. I can I can play any chord and do any transition between any chord. Mm-hmm. I can't do. <clears throat> I can't do like plucking and that shit. Yeah, that I'm so bad at it. And like, like I was trying to learn Brown Eyed Girl the other week, and like. I practiced for like maybe an hour and it, I could play it, but it sounded like shit. And I was just like, I don't want to do this. Like, I'd yeah. rather just like go hang out with like you here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just throw it on like, in the car ride to my house. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. So I, that is, I also like, I also played piano. I was, I was never really good at piano. I used to play saxophone. Yeah. I wasn't that good. I was third chair. 
I think piano is one of the coolest talents you can have. I know, and like, I thought it was so lame when I was a kid. If, the, if you're at a bar and there's a piano and you, everyone knows that guy who just plops down and just pulls something out and it's just everyone's watching, that's it, the coolest guy of all time. And I thought it was so like dorky and lame when I was a kid. Yeah, because we're idiots. So stupid. So stupid. I'm still so stupid. As a kid, oh my gosh. My opinions were atrocious. <laughs> Absolutely atrocious. What was, what was one of your opinions like about food or like, oh, were you thinking something specifically? Literally anything about anything on earth. Like everything <laughs> I thought was wrong. It was, it was crazy. Well, you don't know. You're just, no, you don't know we, I st- we still don't know. I still don't know anything, but I acknowledge it now. Yeah. 12 year old me, I thought I had it figured out. <laughs> I did not. And I still don't. And I'm 24. 12 year old you. Yeah. That's, that's some self con I don't think, I don't think I'd reach that of like, actually, no. I would say middle school, you do think you know everything. Yeah. Once you like grow a little bit and you're like, yeah. like I'm a big kid now. <laughs> No one can tell me what to do. I could pick all the little kids. <laughs> no, no, of course not. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, they do say, well, what's that one quote? I don't know who does it because I'm terrible. But the more you know, the more the realize. The, the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. Yeah. Like the more knowledge you consume, mm-hmm. the more you're like, I don't know. Fuck it. Like I was, I was listening to a podcast the other day about. Um, the rainforest, like mm-hmm. people studying, like the tree canopy. Oh, you you actually listen? It's Radio oh, Lab. Okay. Um, because you're into like science and nature and yeah. that shit. Um, which I am too, but I just I'm so stupid. But anyways, <laughs> we gotta give ourselves more credit. I know. But anyways, so they were talking about how there's like all this like soil in the tree canopies mm-hmm. in the rainforest, and there's actually like trees and like plants growing on trees in the canopy of rainforest incredible and like no one had ever studied the tree canopy because yeah. like people are like why would you want to go up there like it just it's like look it's at a it. microbiome yeah within ex- the bio. exactly yeah it's crazy nature is insane and it's like you find that out and you're like i don't know jack shit about anything like oh, yeah, <laughs> that's why like ignorance is bliss is the dumbest statement ever like oh it's so stupid learn like yeah. Being ignorant is just it's not even being stupid. It's like Well, I think I think you can you should you should admit your ignorance on I think yeah. admitting ignorance and then wanting to learn about something. Yeah, you can admit you if don't that know makes something. Sense. I do that all the time. Yeah. Like I think that's something when I was younger, like when I was twelve year old me, like I'd come up with an answer. Oh yeah, no you try because you, you just try to me. bullshit your way through things. Exactly. And then you're like, Oh wait, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. People know. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I think it shows so much maturity to admit when you're wrong or admit you don't oh, know something. Oh, 100%. And we we know people um, that, you know, don't. And, like, they can't admit when they're wrong or, like, they can't yeah. take responsibility. It's like those people just, I don't know, you just don't want to hang around those people. Like Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like with anything. I'm just like, yeah, I've, I fucked yeah. up. Like, yeah, what are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, my bad. Like when you... uh what did you spill in my room that one time, senior year? <laughs> was like, is Liam awake? No, he's... Liam, so he bought an Oculus the other week, and yeah. you know that th- the... Well, no, you were there, I was right? There. Yeah, so we'll tell the story yeah. for the listeners. There's a little plastic part that like puts on like the glasses or whatever, Yeah. and I snapped it. Immediately. It. <laughs> Immediately. Avery had was... his hands for mm, 
three tenths of a second. And I was just like, oh, like I'm sorry. Like I was like, I like I'll go like return it and like get you a new one. He's like, ah, I don't really care. But it was like, like I wasn't like gonna be like, oh well, like dude, yeah. that thing was so weak. Yeah. Like yeah, you like completely like, owned it. Like yeah, I did break it. Yeah, like you have to own. Yes. Yeah. Thankfully, that part really didn't matter that mm-hmm. much. I don't think. No, it doesn't. No. Um, but yeah, because people can see through your bullshit. Yeah, so it's so easily, oh, so easy to tell when someone's bullshitting, mm-hmm. or or just like not being genuine. Yeah. Yeah. Some things. Yeah. But getting back to nature. Nature. You got some nature I topics. Love nature. My. <laughs> so I know we've talked about like my career, what I want to do, but like yeah. that's all just to, to get. To a point where I have enough money to like change the world. Like I want to change the world. That's yeah. my goal. And I want to do it through ocean conservation and like protecting natural habitats in the ocean, which is something that's like severely, severely underfunded mm. and underprotected. So do you, is, is that like going about the law or is it like using like nonprofits to like clean up the ocean? Like what, or is it both? So I or like to like stop whaling, for example, or like stop the yeah. fishing industry from like putting plastic into the ocean. Like, yeah, I think a massive part of it's ocean cleanup, get mm. the trash out of the ocean. Um, How big is the Pacific garbage patch now? Just so big. Last I knew, it was Texas. There, but then it kind of patches everywhere. That just there's follow, more. There's so many that just follow the currents around the world, and they. A lot of the, what people don't realize is obviously you think like oh the the turtles stuck in the uh, with the straw yeah but yeah. like it's blocking sunlight into the ocean the yeah. ocean needs sun there's so many living organisms that need sun in the yeah ocean. the plants the little yeah. fucking plankton that whales eat and, and then think- there's like thousands of species like plankton that we have no idea what they are like yeah and it's all a chain reaction. You know, you might not see it initially, but like if you're going to be killing the plants in this part of the ocean, there's a species that eats that plant. There's a species that eats that species and so on and so forth. Well, there are what are those zones that just have no oxygen in them. Do you know what I'm talking about? In the ocean? Yeah. So there's like because of like. Oh, God, Kim's going to kill me because I don't know this. We're sorry, Kim. I don't know it either. I want to say that there's no oxygen in certain areas of the ocean because of acidification of the ocean. Hmm. That's interesting. I'm going to need a scientist to call me and tell me if I'm right or not. Like, does People any- should Google this, but I believe... Yeah. No, let's th- talk like, about it like it's like fact. dead zones. <laughs> Google this. Google this. Google this, please. This is a pr- promo warning. Although... All the media blogs. Speculation blog, warning. All, Speculation all, warning. All the media blogs are just going to clip this and <laughs> yeah. with it, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> um, publicity is good publicity. That's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the like fish and stuff, they maybe it's not acidification. Maybe it's like carbon or something. I don't know. But essentially the fish will swim into it and then they can't breathe. And then they die and then it creates like a bigger like dead zone. Does wow. that make sense? Um, I, don't know. I understand what you're saying, but I just completely don't understand what you're saying at the same time. And that's what I feel yeah. about like 75% of science conversations. Yeah, I get it. I can visualize <laughs> it happening, but <laughs> the technicals behind that, uh, no idea. 
No, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's so, something about carbon and oxygen molecules and plus and negative. Yeah. Opposites attract. Yeah. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. The, mitoc- the mitochondria is the powerhouse <laughs> of the cell. Some science buzzwords we for you. We actually were, me and Liam were talking about this earlier today because Liam considers himself the mitochondria. Yeah, well, he definitely is. He's a powerhouse. Yeah. yeah. He's a beast. Because he, be- well, he benches. Benches a couple pounds. Yeah, cool. What's your max? We don't talk about that. <laughs> it is such a, it's such a, like a, Weightlifting is such a primal thing, and I haven't I really gotten into it since, like, probably senior year of college is, like, when I, like... I mean, I did it in, like, high school, like, lacrosse and stuff, but, like... Yeah, you don't really know what you're doing, though, at that point. No, and image. and we trained before school at, like, 5 a.m., and oh, it's, like, yeah. no, sure. I don't know what's going on. Like, they're just telling me, all right, bench. Yep. All right, do cleans. All right, we're going to do squats. We're going to do fucking... Uh, mm-hmm. You ever do fireman carries? Yeah. Dude, we call them farmers carries around these parts, but up the oh oh over the shoulder. Oh, no, I've not done that. I've done the ones where you're just like you know holding kettlebells or dumbbells. Oh no, I'm talking about when you're holding your buddy over the shoulder and run down and back. Nah, dude, pass. Oh my god. And I was a goalie, so I would do it with the defensemen who are like my like. They're like <laughs> are those the biggest guys in the lacrosse field? Yes. Okay. Well, not always. But on my team they were because yeah. they're the offensive linemen for the football team. Gotcha. Okay. I could I I never could carry them all the way down. I was like, coach, like, can we like? They were like, no, you gotta do it. I was like, what? So you have like a two hundred twenty pound man on your shoulder. Well, the just... one the one kid I would carry wasn't that big. He was the tight end for the football team. I think tight ends tend to be pretty big. I or, mean, no, it's high school. Maybe football, maybe but... he was a wide receiver. Actually, I don't know. We had some big boys, so yeah. Shout out Nate Balaf. Shout out Alex yeah, shout Russell. Out, shout out Nate. Even shout out I don't boys. know if they'll listen to this. If the boys do listen to this, just just know we're shouting you out right now. Shout out Nate. What's the other guy's name? Alex Russell. Alex Russell. Shout out to you, Mr. Russell. Absolute beast. Avery <laughs> was carrying you back in the day. <laughs> no, he was carrying me. Oh. Um, oh, wow, a lot of Essex lacrosse shout outs today. I know. <laughs> I didn't realize we were talking this much about high school sports. I feel like a fucking yeah, just high loser. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Um, but okay, back to the ocean. Yeah. So you want to save the ocean? You're, I want to save the ocean. Yes. You're amassing all this capital. Is that going to be part of your like selling point, like to career-wise? Yeah, like I don't um, know if you can bring because if you're working at another firm, it's kind of hard to influence something, but like. Yeah, I I want it to be a part. I mean, it can't be the whole selling point. No one's going to give me money based on me doing charity work. They would people give you money cuz they want you to outperform other people and yeah. others. So, you know, the the backbone of of the path is, you know, sticking doing what I'm doing, keep learning, keep growing, um just being better every day and then at the end of the day, or at the end of, you know, 20 years from now, hopefully I have enough money where I can, like, legitimately create change. I don't want to have to lobby politicians to use their budget. I just want to have the money to do it. And that's kind of my driving force. Like, I don't – I want to run it. I want to make the decision. Yeah. Well, because you can't – yeah, lobbying a politician with the budget. <laughs> We've this talked about comical. this privately. <laughs> politicians – we're not the biggest fans of politicians. No, and I do I do have sympathy for them because 
you zero do, none you do anything and people are pissed off this like, is true anything publicly yeah, yeah. like i mean anyone, it's a tough spot anyone says anything and everyone's just like wah, yeah. wah, wah. and so like i do understand that but like at the same time it's like what are we doing here people but yeah. we're tr- we try to stay away from politics on this podcast um even though pr- we probably shouldn't because i mean it we should just be... speak about it generally though like, yeah like we're not saying anything political we're just saying like in general yeah. i mean that is a tough job like if you're like the local like councilman of like a small town or like God, i just can't even imagine well even like what you brought up in the beginning with the uh the colonials like the changing the, like it's something yeah. like that where it's not it's not necessarily like super consequential like no one's like gonna yeah. like die over it like not like nothing like crazy is mm. happening but it's like still a big deal of people yeah gets, there's nothing happens in this town so <laughs> when there's something that's dividing people it's, it's a hot button topic yeah and i was kind of joking about you know we're not talking about it but it's just not that interesting to me but no like people really care about that like people have signs in their front yard they're like uh keep our mascot yeah and you know well yeah i mean it was just like i remember i went to when i was in portland maine what was it? Oh, it was actually Halloween. Um, there was like this company. I don't know what the company was. This company was trying to build something like through the town or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like there was all, like you said, there's all these signs. Like one like wanted to let the company build it and the other like yeah. didn't want it. And it's like people get like riled up over these. Like, <laughs> Everyone's just in their own little world. Every yeah. Time. Well, it's just like teams. I mean, it's just like, oh, like I'm, I'm on team Republican. I'm on team Democrat. Like yeah. it just gives people, I mean, it's just like, Bengals versus like Rams like yeah. everyone's kind of picked a team that they're rooting for and like yeah. they want like Joe Cool to win or like yeah. oh I want Matt Stafford to win because he's worked so hard and just had so many broken ribs but I mean we're all rooting for the Bengals come on you're not listening to this podcast if you're betting on the Rams well I might be a Rams fan I know you're not what I know you're not a Rams fan I think I might be I, I think I know well, at least for the Super Bowl I'm not actually a Rams fan, but... Really? All right, let's start arguing aggressively now. <laughs> let's just... Let's do what let's, we said we shouldn't be let's, doing. Let's do another hour of just screaming at each other like we're on first take. <laughs> I'll be Skip. <laughs> take Stephen A. Uh, what would even... What, what would Skip say about this? So, so they'd say Joe Burrow was seen walking into the facility with a backwards hat, and that that shows that he's not committed. To preparing for the Super Bowl was that was that that was I feel like that first take that was a thing yeah, I, I don't that's ironic first take it was about that, Baker Mayfield right no Tony Romo used to do it remember Romo used to do it no I thought Romo it was, used to wear a backwards hat on the sidelines oh I don't know if he was the first two but I just remember that I, I don't think I ever heard that take. No, it was like a legit. It was Colin Cowherd, I think he. Well, Colin Cowherd just hates Baker Mayfield for some yeah, reason. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like his, He's like, his points on the board are like backwards hat. Like why? Why aren't you celebrating with your teammates? Like why are you yeah. celebrating with the fans? And Baker Mayfield was like, "Dude, we scored fifty points. Like, did yeah. you not see the first four touchdowns? Yeah. Like, we're having fun. Relax. Just crazy. It's just." Grumpy old guys. I know. Which we shouldn't generalize. Not all We're old gonna guys. We're going to be grumpy guys are grumpy. old guys so fast. Oh, yeah. Just give it a few years. <laughs> I'm already getting there. Do you have any examples? Of things I'm grumpy about? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I have like little pet peeves that like, 
they just irk me. And I can't Like even, how so? I don't know. I'm trying to like think of one right now and I just can't. But there's just times where you're like you get so mad and then afterwards Over nothing. you're like yeah. why was I that mad about that? Yeah, cuz I'm an old grumpy man. Yeah. It's the only This isn't really an old grumpy man, but going going back to what we said about like you don't like we feel like we don't know that much cuz like there's so much out there. Yeah. When I and this is kind of like at work, but it's like things that like I like say I'm kind of good at, mm-hmm. or like things I like specialize in. And when I'm wrong about that, or like I don't know something about that, that pisses me off. Like, yeah. especially like in my job function, like my job role, like I'm supposed to be the specialist, like in digital automation. Mm-hmm. And like if something goes wrong and I don't know how to fix it, or like, is there a tier above you to like go to, or it's just no, it's just me. Yeah, but like that's tough. I just, really I tough. get so mad. I'm like, yeah. why don't I know this? And then like, sometimes if it's like a project that like, I don't, um, what do you call it? Like, it doesn't need to be done right away. You just like, you have those like blinders on, just like red eyes, yeah. and then you, like, relax, and then you go back to it half hour later. You're like, oh, I'm so stupid. Just like, uh. yeah, yeah. Mine's a little different because they're at least. At my company, there's always someone, uh, another tier above you that knows way more than you. Yeah. So. Well, I shouldn't say no one knows anything, but like my. No, I know what you're saying. My uh, job role, like they brought me, they brought, my job role is like digital automation. So it's like all this like marketing tech platforms. Yep. And like people, some a lot of people in my company have knowledge in it but they're not like experts. Like they mm-hmm. don't know everything. Yeah. Cause it's like really hard to, and they're all, it's so specified. That yeah. And like, they're all like either creative people or like project managers or like they mm-hmm. handle the clients. Like they're not like yeah. in these systems. And I've been with the company for like a year now. So I understand mm-hmm. it more. Um, but, but anyways, <laughs> you're fine. I think you'll be all right. <laughs> um, where was I going? But yeah, so like I like that aspect of it that like mm-hmm. I'm the one that gets to figure things out because that I love doing that. Yeah, it's one of the reasons why I love this job so much. Mm-hmm. But it, it is also stressful. Like I said, like when you get like so mad, you, like you don't know something. And yeah. I mean, it's the same way. Oh, with, it happens like, to me every day. I don't know about you. Yeah, I don't know. It does. Yeah, but like it, and it happens outside of work too. Like yep. I mean, for example, like with this podcast, like if I like if if I can't like figure out how the microphone like works or whatever, yeah. I'm like, and it's the same with way with like technology, like a TV, like I like consider myself like a tech nerd, like mm-hmm. like I like be like I like I should be able to get this TV with the speaker, like I should be able to set this all up, and when mm-hmm. it doesn't happen, it pisses me off. I don't yeah. know if you have anything like that. Uh, yeah, like last weekend when we were sledding. What what happened? So I got a new GoPro for Christmas. Yeah. Don't really know how to use it. I've used one like one time before. Yeah. And so I did something and half the files are corrupted. Oh, really? So half the videos are just error messages when I upload them on the SD card. What? So I ran actually ran into this problem with... So I bought a shitty sd card shout out walgreens shout out walgreens sold me a no piece free of ads sh- <laughs> no this is anti oh, okay. <laughs> fuck you walgreens I, well they didn't sell me i just wanted and bought the cheapest one so it's probably <laughs> all your fault it's definitely all my fault but anyways <laughs> i bought a bad i bought a cheap sd card mm-hmm. and it wasn't working in my system mm-hmm. and i found out that 
like certain SD cards don't work with certain like products. So I don't was what, it Sandisk? No, it wasn't. It, it was, was like, like Walgreens off brand. <laughs> Walgreens like, brand. It wasn't Walgreens brand, That's but so it was funny. like like you know how uh, Stop and Shop, Stop and Shop, <laughs> yeah, Stop and Shop. But like Hannaford's for people like in the like Northeast. It's like the Inspire brand, but yes, it's just I know Hannaford. Ex- I think Target, Target has that. Yeah, ever, I think. Yeah. A lot of places have that, yeah. but so it was like that long. But anyway, so I don't know if that's, I think that's so funny. I don't know if they that's make the an off-brand in- SD card, like Walgreens has a factory somewhere just pumping up, pumping out chips. <laughs> it's just hilarious. So I don't know if that, but if you have a Sandus, I feel like that's the m- most like well-known. Like yeah, I think that's like brand mi- name, or is it microchip or SD card? What is what does SD card stand for? Um, Standard disk. I don't even know. Maybe we are stupid. <laughs> well, hey, we admit we don't know it. We don't just... <laughs> no, it's standard disk. That's what yeah, it stands it's a, for. Yeah, <laughs> it's standard disk. That's confirmed because we said it. Don't <laughs> don't bother Googling it. Yeah. Well, that's another thing is you used to be able to get away with bullshitting, I feel like, so oh, much yeah. more. But now it's like someone says something and I immediately pull out my phone if I don't think it's right and I look it up and like sometimes I'll say something, but like depends like... Because, like, obviously, I don't want, like, you don't want to be that guy that's just, like, Googling everything everyone's saying. But at the same time, it's, like. I mean, you got to think that helps with, like, having to take responsibility when you're wrong. Cause, oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, every night, every time I hang out with anyone, you know, we're talking about something. And especially with sports, like, when we did the radio, the radio show. Yeah. Um, you know, we were just arguing the whole time because that's what you do. Yeah, you, you just find the point at which we disagree. Mm-hmm. We agree, and then we'll just keep getting closer and closer to the point where we disagree. And then we'll just argue on that point. Yeah, where, it, where it's like, I don't know, like last night, me and Ryan were arguing about something stupid, and you just pull out your phone and Google it, and it's like, oh, I'm wrong. It's like I don't have really anything to say. I'm just, yeah. I was wrong. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's <laughs> like, yeah, I was wrong. Pretty black and white at this <laughs> it's point. It's kind of like that. Back to like owning up to things. Like, yeah, just, you gotta own it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that helps. We've been forced to be uh, accountable. Yeah, <laughs> which isn't a bad thing. Yeah, Definitely I'll take not it. A, bad thing. a pro of having technology everywhere at all times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we should wrap this up. The The other people in the room probably want to join in on the conversation. I wish I had more mics. I think I'm going to buy more mics you so should. that we can. Even that, just one more. Three would be nice. I'm definitely going to buy a third one. Yeah. But, yeah, because, like, we'd just be sitting here recording all night. Oh, we, we could just We'd riff. have a six-hour podcast. <laughs> yeah. Not that anyone would listen to it. I mean, I used to listen to this podcast called Mixtape, uh, Coley Mick and Trill Withers, and there was five-hour episodes. Actually. And I, and I listened to all of it because it was just hilarious. Like, Well, yeah, if, if you like the person that does the podcast, yeah, you'll listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, I, I have found myself, this might be super weird, I re-listen to podcasts. I'll listen to what, it twice. So, what what type? Like, the like conversational, where it's just, like, no. people talking? Or is it, like, about, or is it about, like, something? They're, they're is it like, like f- a journalism podcast? No, of? they're not, like, information-based. It's, like, trying to be funny here. Oh, well, yeah, comedy is hilarious. Yeah, and I'll just keep re-listening to it. I'll just feel like a crazy person. 
Yeah. I don't know if you do that at all. Do you ever re-listen to anything? Obviously, you probably rewatch movies or shows, but yeah, that's more common. I feel so. Like. I podcasts. I don't necessarily re-listen to. I do. Um, I actually the past couple weeks. Um, or actually this week. Mm-hmm. Shout out the YouTube algorithm. Shout out YouTube. Um, no free ads. <laughs> well, they they do all the ads, so I should give them free ads. But no, so I recently watched the Chris Berman interview for on Pardon My Take because yep. that's like a huge thing. Like yeah. I list, I first started listening to that podcast like in high school, mm-hmm. and like I listened to it a little bit in college. Like so, like like I, I love those guys; they're hilarious. Yeah, like Big Cat's one of my favorite media personalities. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I like it, it was big for them. So I was like, all right, I want to watch this. Yeah. So I watched that interview and then like all these, like, like 2017, 2018, 2019, like PMT clips have been popping up on my YouTube. Yeah. And so I've been rewatching those. So essentially I've been like re-listening <laughs> to podcasts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just, I mean, it's literally the YouTube algorithm at work. Like, I watched, scary. I watched that one so thing, scary. and I've watched, like, an hour of PMT content this week since that. And yeah. I watched it, because that episode came out on Monday. Mm-hmm. And, like, now I just, like... Now you're in a hole. They know like, how to get you. They know what, they know what'll uh Yeah, it's like, it's like, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, the stuff I've watched... Like rewatched? Yeah. Well, yeah. Office. Everyone has rewatched The Office. Oh yeah, definitely. I've seen that like five times. It's bad. I can if we watch it after this, I could like quote things. Like any episode yeah, you bad. pull it up, it's like you concerning. Just it's, it's weird though concerning. that we like it. Like as a human, like you yeah. like well, watching I, that I, so episode I, for the fifth. I time. read. Um, I read. I read an article about this and it's like a sense of calming because you know what's yeah, going to happen. I see that. And like, you know, it's funny. And like, yeah. I mean, I've definitely done it. Like I know when I've had like anxious times in my life, like yeah, it's when something happens, like someone dies, like you break up with someone, mm-hmm. and, like something like happens in your life. You're like, Oh, like I just go watch the office and I'll yeah. feel happy. Like I know what's going to happen. Yeah. I've seen it before. It's comfort. Yeah. Yeah. It's like comfort food. It's the same. Literally. That's kind of crazy. Like, that's so psychological. It is. But, like... But it makes sense. Like, I don't think of it when I'm throwing on Step Brothers for the 20th time <laughs> in the last year, but I do. Yeah. You know? Because you it's, know it'll make you happy. Yeah. I know I'm going to die laughing, and yeah. I already... I'm saying the lines as they're happening. Yeah. But still, it's better than, like, whatever new comedy movie just came out in my head. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of crazy. Very crazy. All right. Well, with that, Maxwell Harrigan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, hopefully, we'll get you on at a later date as well. Yeah, possible bonus episode. Bonus episode. Maybe we'll a couple see. bonus episodes. Maybe a couple. Um, yeah, and thank you all for listening again. If you actually made it to the end of the podcast, don't know why you're listening, but please keep listening. Um, follow us, Avian Friends, on Twitter and Instagram. I'm trying to put more content out there. I'm really bad about posting on social media. Um, if anyone wants to post on social media for free, hit me up. Unexpected, because you are good at social media. That dude. So everyone. I know. You everyone get mad. says this. You get mad. I don't do any social media in my job, and I haven't in any of my you jobs. You are a, like a social media. What was it? What was your major exactly? I'm digital marketing. It's yes. not social media. 
right, we're cut. Close. We're pretty close. We're cutting this, and then I'm yelling at everyone.